0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TheDestralProds.com, video games podcast. As always, I'm Dead. Joined today we have Alex.
1: Hello, everybody. And Caveman. Uh, I'm not really here.
0: Alrighty. Just us, then. Yeah, just two-man shows this that, week.
2: Ig- ignore that uh, that voice in the background.
0: You'll occasionally hear a very whiny voice. Just ignore it.
1: Whiny! <laughs>
0: Then we talk about some weird thing, like, we talk about some weird nurture like writing a book or having a loving wife. Fucking loser.
2: Yeah, if you hear the sound, it's just him wrestling
1: alligators in his backyard. Uh, I don't know. Af- I can't afford a backyard.
0: Yeah, it's in, it's in his neighbor's backyard. You know, needs something for the barbecue. Louisiana jokes. Oh anyway, yeah, we're here to talk, talk about video game stuff. Are we? Really? Yeah. And hey I thought
1: this was I thought this was the thoughtful literary discussion podcast.
0: Bitch, nothing we do is thoughtful.
1: No, that's next week.
0: Yeah, and hey, I have more than one thing to talk about.
1: Finally. I have things people will actually be interested in to talk about.
0: I don't. I mean maybe. Depends on what depends how you thought about papers, please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I like it's like from what I can tell, it's a very interesting game, but it's not a game for me.
0: It's a lot of fun, and so is the return of the Oberdeen. As I take as I take reigns to this sh- fucking show.
1: No, we must wrestle them from him. Yeah, so, quickly uh, talk about whatever you've played. Yeah, so return of the
0: Oberdeen. It is a new game from Lucas Pope, the guy who made fucking Papers Please. Yay. And in this game, you're an insurance investigator.
2: That sounds really exciting. Like, wow.
0: Yes, but you're an insurance investigator with with some time powers. So what happened is uh the ship the Oberdeen it returned to port with all the crew gone. They're just fucking gone. And so and so you as the fucking insurance investigator have to go onto that ship with A crew list or like a list of passengers, like, like just everybody who was on the ship, like crew, civilians, all that shit. Go on there with a list of all that and then figure out what happened to each of them. By going up to certain areas, activating your time powers to go back in time and see a still image flashback of the moment that person died.
1: And why the fuck is he not a police investigator?
0: Because insurance, man.
1: Okay, he's a scumbag. Good to know.
0: Not really. Like, he just... I don't know if time powers are admissible in court.
1: They don't have to be. He can see and then figure out, Okay, I know who it is. Let me find the evidence.
0: And I'm sure they probably turn over fucking reports to the cops. You know, for fraud purposes. But anyway, yeah. So, that's the whole game. The whole game is you going around finding these dead bodies... Turning back time, getting an audio clip version of the the events leading up to their death and then seeing their death. But you don't get names for any of these people. Like you, you have to actually listen to like audio clues or examine the layout of the ship and see who's sleeping where, who's doing what and stuff, in order to actually match up a person's face to their name. And so it is all about just deductive reasoning and figuring out. All right, so he went here, and then there's a blood trail leading up this way. Rewind a bit. Okay, so he actually started here, and he, here's where he got stabbed. But who stabbed him? All right, so go back to this, this, that, and the other thing. And it's all just very, it's all just very deductive, and like it's kind of a more, it's it's more of a like less streamlined version of like a of like an Ace Attorney or like a Dong and Rampa kind of thing, where you have to figure out how these people died using just clues in the environment, but. Instead of it being a like long drawn out thing of like, all right, so I found this clue that I found this clue. I talked to like seven people they we went to trial and then we had to fucking go through this like nine step deliberation process when I kind of figured it out like four steps ago.
1: Yeah, that's the problem I've been having is I've played through, I've been working my way through the entire Ace Attorney series.
0: Yeah, whereas with the main this, games. yeah, whereas with this, it is just the deduct, it's just the deduction. This game is just fucking pure deductive reasoning. And that's one of the best things about it. Like, Lucas Pope has a really great talent. He's got a
1: brilliant sense for art. Like, I love the art style in it. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: the art. But but he also has, like, this really brilliant uh, talent for taking the most mundane, boring tasks and finding the game elements within them that can make them really interesting.
1: Which means, next from Lucas Pope, you can see... Packing your uh, loved one's lunches.
0: <laughs> no, I was thinking more like... I was thinking more like a inventory management.
1: No, dude, seriously. I could, I could actually see him making something... I could... Like, given what we have from his previous games, I could totally see... Okay, my wife has been having the shittiest week possible. Let me pick which of these objects to stick in her lunch bag with her lunch, along with which of these treats... Based on the information that I have collected from the interactions with her, will make her the happiest. Oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> really cool. So this, I is know, right? this is yeah. something you could actually do in real life too. I do do this in real life. <laughs> yeah. An- Whenever I'm packing my wife's lunch, it's like, okay, what will be what will make her mood brighter?
0: Yeah. Another another another, another like talent that a Pope has is a is a knack for telling very engaging stories in a very roundabout way. Like, like in fucking papers, please. A big chunk of that, a big big chunk of that game is how do you divvy up your money and food rations among your family members?
1: Yeah, that's where the real story is in my opinion.
0: Yeah, like like there's, like like there's 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 also like there, there's like that family stuff, but there's also the government dealing with fucking people trying to sneak into the country. And there's also this fucking cabal organization that's trying to trick that's trying to like get you onto their side of like helping let the right people into the country to take down the government.
1: Are you are you sure this is a game?
0: Yeah, this is a, this is Papers Please.
1: This that is... is like Papers Please is one of those holy shit, what games? Yeah. It's just
0: And so then with and so then with Return of the Oberdeen, um you get onto the ship, and then the first guy you go fucking look at. All right, you rewind time, and then you just see the ship in the middle of a storm, with giant tentacles surrounding it, ripping dudes out of the, ripping dudes into the fucking air, and tearing them apart and eating them.
1: I've seen enough hint time to know where this is going.
0: Yeah, and so and so a good cho- and so fucking huge chunk of the game is just going around just trying to figure out. All right, they went here, they did this. Where it, where did all of this actually happen? Who killed who? Like like people get fucking like, stabbed, poisoned, they die of disease, they get crushed by fucking the giant tentacles. Um one dude got shot point blank by a cannon. Yay. Yeah, and and so and so and so how how it actually works with the with the um like with the fucking uh identification stuff is when you, when you flashback, you will see people and then you can like focus in on them. And then it will do a zoom in with a, and then we'll do like a zoom in on them. And then it will show this, like, and it will show one of the many photographs you have that show the entire crew. And then it will highlight that person's face. The blurrier, the images, the harder it will be for you to figure it out. But if the image gets completely cleared up, then that means that you have all the information you need to properly identify that person. And so it'll be, so it'll be like, yeah, you just run in. All right, look at this guy. How's he? Look, all right, who's the one who's dying? That guy. All right, focus in. That's his face. And then, as you look around for a few seconds, the screen will then begin to fade out as it will flip to the proper chapter in the book that you are like, that you are like, that you are like writing your writing the series of events in that led to this, and say, all right, at this point in time, at this point in the journey, then this person died in this way because of this person. And then you have to go in and put, like, each individual thing to write out how that person died. And for every, I think, like, three you get right, they then will, like, all right, yeah, so you got got these three right. Good, you're on the right track. Keep going. It is so fucking cool. And speaking of actually art design, uh, the whole thing, um, it looks like an old, like, Macintosh game. Like in terms of color palette, because it is all monochromatic. And it's all monochromatic, very blocky. And so like trying to see people's faces is uh it's good that they actually had like the image pop-up next to them of what their face looks like because some of their faces look like fucking like PS1 basketball game style shit. Of just we took a too small JPEG and stretched it over this 3D model. Which is kind of the point. Like he like his games, while they have had really great artistic style, it wasn't the it wasn't like the whole it wasn't the it wasn't the realism that really sold you on the artistic style of the games. Yeah, I haven't played that much of it uh, with this because it's kind of game that I need to like sit down, and, like really put some time into. I've only played like a little over an hour, but I, I'm really fucking digging this game. It was a it was a real treat. And I managed to pick it up on sale for like twenty bucks. I think. Um, I think it is. I think it might be twenty American, just regular.
1: For those of you who are curious, we just um, had the opportunity to have the lovely sale that lets us get so many delicious, good things.
0: And I had no money during that sale.
1: And it was my birthday just before, so I had plenty.
2: And I bought nothing because too cheap.
0: Yeah, so Return to the Oberdin is twenty bucks. With the sale, Um, I would highly recommend it. This game is fucking really goddamn cool, and yeah, I kind of I want to support games like this. This is fucking really goddamn cool, and I want this shit to be fucking. I want more shit like this, man. Anyway. I'm uh, moving on from there. I beat everybody's golf. Just I reached level seven. I completed all the fucking challenge stuff. And then I uninstalled the game. I I don't really have much sale. Oh, it's fucking it's everybody's golf, man. It's, it's golf. I played golf.
2: You played golf. You're now the golf champion.
0: Yes, I'm now a golf god. Any of those motherfuckers try to come at me, I fucking break their legs with a driver. That's kind of all I have really to say about fucking everybody's golf. I've I feel like I've already probably talked up that game a bunch previously when talking about it.
2: Yeah, but I you also said I pretty much summed it up, and I'm like, so it's golf, and you're like, yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So you know. Uh, so moving on, I also played through. I've also started, or at the very least, or in some cases, actually finished playing through a few series. So first up, I played through Mega Man X. All of them. Well, well well the four. Yeah, I played All through four of Mega Man played through four Mega Man X's. Apologies. So
2: the first four.
0: Yeah, I played through the ones that were released in the Mega Man X Legacy Collection one and two.
2: Okay, that's about half of them.
0: Okay, I played through half of Mega Man X. And I think I'm done. Okay. So playing through Mega Man X one. I had played through it before, I actually played through it before for the site. Uh one of the first playthrough series, one of the first fucking playthrough series I did was actually for Mega Man X. And I didn't actually beat it in that playthrough. Like when I was recording it, I got up to Sigma and then just failed over and over and over again to the point where I couldn't actually make a usable video out of it. So what I did back then was I fucking ripped somebody else's ending of that beating it and just kind of fast forward it saying, hey, yeah, so not going to be. Here's the actual ending if you guys want to see it. Woo, go start this guy. And then eventually deleted it because I realized, oh, this is a piece of shit move.
2: What part gave you trouble? Uh Sigma. Which part? The one where he turns into the big thing at the end?
0: Yeah, j- just like fighting that. Like I could get, like I could get through the dog pretty all right. I would get through the like person form with most of my shit gone, and then go into the final form and then just get fucking bodied.
2: Clearly, you didn't unlock the Hidoken then.
0: Uh that's Mega Man next two.
2: No, that's uh, Shoryuken.
0: Oh, Hido- right, hadoken, not sure. Okay, yeah.
2: Hadoken is X1, shoryuken is X2 and then they kind of stopped doing that.
0: Yeah, what yeah, when I was uh, playing through, when I was playing through for the playthrough thing, um I didn't like have a guide up going like, "Alright, so I'm going to get all the items, going to do all this." I just kind of like went through and just kind of played it as I did. So that probably kind of fucked me. Kind of. But then coming but then going through, but then coming into Mega Man X just playing for myself, I had the guide up and then just fucking went through everything proper. And actually managed to beat Sigma pretty easily, actually. Yeah. And it wasn't even because of the Hadouken. I just fucking figured out the pattern of I need to dodge this way, then jump, then shoot.
2: That's how Mega Man works.
0: Yeah. So I managed to fucking beat Sigma and went through that. And it was fucking great. Then it went on to Mega Man X2 and also beat that. But I had to restart it three times. Why? So first time. Playing through it, I didn't get all the zero parts, so I had to go fight Zero, who then fucked me.
2: Yeah, he's pretty hard.
0: Yeah, and then I, yeah, and then I um fucking started going through again, and then wasn't able to get the, get the Hadoken. No, sorry, no, it wasn't that I was able to get the wasn't that I was wasn't able to get the Hadoken. What it was was I. Beat a level where one of the fucking um, maverick, where one of the fucking maverick dudes was, but I beat the level without fighting him, so he disappeared.
2: Yeah, they eventually stopped showing up after a while.
0: Yeah, so I could get the zero part. So yeah. I then had to restart again. So I went through got all the zero parts, got everything else, went and got the Hadoken. Sorry, Shoryuken, which was a bitch and a
1: half. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've never played Mega Man, but this just sounds really pointlessly tedious. It kinda is. Well, the, the thing
2: is, the special Street Fighter moves destroy everything in one hit. So yeah, you can either you can either fight the boss and ma- master all their patterns, or you can just one shot them.
0: Yeah. But the thing is with oh, the yep. with getting the Hadoken, um, it, it is uh, sorry, it's the Shoryuken. I keep yeah, the, get yeah, the that, Shoryuken. That, it you is a. Feel- very complicated air it is a very like tricky air dashing puzzle that that's, if you fail uh, once you die
2: yeah it's really hard it's like a lot of like trick dashing in this big spike room whereas the an x1 you basically just have to jump on a high ledge yeah so
0: yeah never, it was it a bit it was a bit much for
2: x2 but you know
0: I, mean, I actually ended up liking x2 a lot more than x one
2: yeah actually, yeah that's about when that's when they really started hitting their stride
0: Yeah. Then it went on to X3 and didn't beat that one. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. So I went through everything. I actually had to restart that game too, because I didn't read what was said with the, with the enhancement chips, the pink, uh, the pink upgrade tubes.
2: Yeah. You can only take one.
0: Yeah. You can only take one and going through going through them all. I was just like, well, all right, so I got one. I'm going to get the next one. Wait, why, why can't I get it? Bitch.
2: No, well, you can get more than one, but you have to pass on all of them until you can.
0: Yeah, so then i so that's what I did, and I got the final one, which is all of them. Did you get Zero Saber, too? Again, this sounds very tedious. Uh, I didn't actually play it all as Zero. Oh. Because I couldn't figure out how to actually get it to work.
2: Yeah, you got to go to the menu screen and um, hit one of the shoulder buttons.
0: Yeah, I just I just I was doing that and nothing fucking happened, so I didn't
2: Really? I mean, I figured out how to do that when I was like 8 years old.
0: Yeah, but I'm retarded. So I didn't
2: I didn't know 8-year-old me was smarter than you now. Wow, I feel
0: I'm also really bad at myself. video games. It's just it's just a whole fucking mess. Yeah, so went through all that and I got to sigma I beat the, uh, I beat like the, I beat the first wireframe part of him. Yeah. But then I started getting into like the fucking upward sliding thing. And I was just like, okay, okay no fucking, uh, no.
2: You couldn't finish that. You were almost at the end.
0: Yeah. And then I just wasn't, I didn't fucking care. That
2: is, that is literally like 30 seconds before the end. You just have to run up the tunnel and then you win.
0: Yeah. No, I'm fuck that. I, this game kind of this game kind of fucking destroyed me on the idea of jumping up a tunnel. Jeez. Yeah, there th- there was a like in one of the early bits of I think a fucking Dr. fucking di- Reploid di- fucking whatever the doctor's name is, Dr. Doppler. Dr. Doppler. Yeah, th- there was a point in one of his stages where I where like they, where I, had to, I had to I had to jump up this fucking like Closing in section where every few feet, the section would shift the direction it was closing in on. And if I got stuck, if I fucked up even once, I died. And I had to do that over and over and over and over again to the point that any time I had to fucking do any kind of climbing a fucking tunnel thing, I fucking started having palpitations.
1: Great. That, that's exactly what you want video games to do. I'm not, I'm not sure how to feel about all the struggle you're then.
2: doing on a series I mastered when I was like 10 years old.
1: Okay, mister, I'm so wonderful. Well, no, that's, I mean... let uh, well, No, no,
2: no, hold on, hold on, let me finish. I mean, I, I understand because it is pretty hard. It's just, you know, I just did nothing but play it for hours and hours and hours because, well, it was the early 90s. There wasn't much else to do back then.
0: Yeah, but you were you were like eight years old and spry and had all your fucking energy in you. I am a lethargic yeah. twenty six year old that shits blood occasionally.
2: Okay, um, fair enough.
0: Well, like you, like you sitting down and getting like fucking like ten hours on this goddamn game, and you're like getting better and better. I'm sitting here for ten hours and getting worse and worse and worse as my back starts hurting. And then every time, and then like any any time like I went through one of those things and I started dying enough, I started biting my controller. So I couldn't spend yeah, a whole lot. Of, so I couldn't spend a lot of the time, like actually sitting down, like, "All right, I'm going to fucking hammer on this until I master it," because I would end up breaking my controller, probably.
2: I should play that again. I wonder if I suck at it now because I haven't played those games in like ten years.
0: But yeah, and so I moved on to Mega Man X4, and it didn't even get halfway through it. I just didn't like it. It was not good.
2: Yeah, that's about when they started changing it up a bit.
0: Yeah, they swapped things up a lot. Uh, they. Well, for one thing I think I think I think they had like the previous like version of the game but like in the in the legacy collection um I think they removed a lot of the like the anime stuff.
2: They removed the anime cutscenes.
0: Um I, were there ones before 4? No. Okay then. Yeah, they didn't. I I saw videos out there of people who like like I occasionally looked up like walkthrough stuff like, "All right, so how do I get this fucking item?" And it showed people like loading up the level and it, and like in Mega Man X like 2, they had they had people. They they had like little anime cutscenes of every robot of every fucking maverick he went to go hunt before they went into the stage.
2: Uh, I mean, there's the little cutscene of like them the sprite jumping down and doing a pose. No, it was like actual
0: were anime animated.
2: What anime cutscenes? It, it was on the Super NES.
0: I know, dude. Fucking, I've seen the have,
2: anime cutscenes though. All right, I think X3 had a couple anime cutscenes on an eventual PC re release at some point, but I.
0: But I anyway. So getting into four,
2: no, X X four is the one with the with the bad voice acting cutscenes and oh yeah, they, they were for... atrocious. So yeah, so X four and Mega Man Eight were like one of the first like games with like anime cutscenes that they actually had the voice acting. No, I, Mega
0: I Man Three had those.
2: Mega Man Three.
0: Yeah, I've seen them.
2: Mega the Man Three was on the Nest. There was no way in hell there was a.
0: I've an I've seen people scene. like I, I've. I watch a series where people like play through Mega Man X. Well the people through the where people are playing through the Mega Man series, and I've seen those cutscenes.
2: Mm, I'm gonna have to check this.
0: Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, so Mega Man X4 is one of the most Americanized Mega Mans. Cause for starters, there is the terrible dubbing.
2: It's terrible dubbing.
0: Whenever you go in, whenever you go into a, whenever you go into a fucking area, um, they they have this really obnoxious voice just scream out the name of the robot master that you're fighting. Just like imagine the most, imagine the most like anime dubbing, like fighting tournament anime voiceover
2: tragoon. guy.
0: Exactly. It's like Blizzard Buffalo, shit like that, and it. it and it just got fucking annoying. So many goddamn effects in it. They had these, these weird little like haiku poems about the fucking robot match you're going to fight. And then you get to the actual stage, and it just it just plays. It didn't play as good to me. Like it just felt off. Like the sprite it, looked it, weird. It, it. Uh, the environment design didn't feel that great. Uh, did gameplay. You is, did
2: you pick X or zero?
0: Uh, X. Oh. Yeah, like I said, like I said, the sprite looked fucking weird as hell. Uh, and, and every time, you, and before he went to go fight the boss, there was this, like, giant fucking, like, text wall he had to get through for each boss. They, like, explained their motivation or whatever.
2: It was a lot cooler when I was 10.
0: Yeah. They get into the actual fight, and it's, they, they uh, nah. I'm not exactly what you would call a Mega Man expert. I don't exactly have a whole lot of experience with the nuances of Mega Man bosses. The ones in X4 felt like shit, kind of. Just like a lot of real bullshit moves. Like, like not, not bullshit in the sense of like, oh, I can't dodge with their bullshit. Like, bullshit in the sense of they just, it didn't seem like there was any real way to dodge it unless you were like a fucking, like, top tier fucking player. And even then I couldn't fucking see a way to get through that. Like, half of the shit they fucking threw at you. They just kind of seemed really boring and not that fun to play. And then you get to fucking the goddamn general. It's Colonel. after you feel like after you feel like half a robot match, you have to go fight this other fucker. Yeah, Colonel. Yeah, Colonel. And it's not optional. You can't not do it. And if you can't beat him, you can't progress.
2: That's always fun. Unless you play as Zero, then you fight him in a in a badly dubbed cutscene.
0: And every single person that I looked up videos for to see how they beat him, they all used weapons I didn't have. Because I was going, because I was going through like the regular Mega Man X sort of like, all right, so first beat this guy, then you use that guy's weapon to beat this guy, then that guy's weapon to beat that guy, and the next, and so on and so on. But the weapons that the other people were using, they they weren't anything that I had, so I didn't know any kind of real strategy to beat them. Anything I came up with was then immediately fucked over because if you mess up the timing, if I mess up the timing, I was dead. I didn't really have any way to refill my sub tanks. So I was just kind of borked. And that's when I gave up. I wasn't really having fun anyway. And playing through a boss fight that I do not enjoy and have no conceivable way for me of winning that I, I don't see a reason to keep playing that. So. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. It's just like I'd like, like I like Mega Man X one through three. Like I'd like those games; they're fucking fun games. And Mega Man is still a really great series. It's just Mega Man X four. I don't like.
2: Only well, goes downhill from there, so I guess you probably shouldn't play the second half then.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not. Anyway. Then from there, final thing, I started playing Yakuza. Which one? I played Yakuza Kiwami, and I'm currently playing through Yakuza 0.
2: Kiwami means extreme.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so Yakuza Kiwami, I guess for those who don't know, is a remake of the original Yakuza game. Telling the story of the greatest Yakuza man to ever live. Uh, Kazuma Kiryu and his rise... From being kind of a shit version of him to the real version of him. And that's that's kind of the game. that uh, I'm going to have a hard time talking about this game, I think. Because the things that stick out most of my mind are the frustrations I have about this game. Like, there's a lot of games that I do like. Like, the character work, I think, is all fucking fantastic. I found the story really engaging. The story is a very kind of straightforward, like, mafia move, like, mafia story. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, so, the beginning is, you are Kazuma Kiryu, a lieutenant in the uh, in the crime, and, like, the, I believe, the is it the Kazuma, or, you're a your, your lieutenant in the Kazuma family, which is a Dojima family subsidiary. there's fucking structures on top of structures on top of structures inside the Yakuza, dude. So yeah, you're doing all this shit. You are hanging out every night with your with your best buddy, your childhood fucking sweetheart and your friend who's a bartender. You're always kind of hanging out doing whatever. Um, then one night you get a call from one of your buddies and you find out that your childhood friend and childhood sweetheart were both involved in killing the head of the crime family that you're a part of.
1: Yay!
0: So Kazuma, So, Kazuma has Nishikiyama, the guy who actually killed him, take Yumi, the girl, and leave so that, so that Kiryu can essentially take the rap for killing this guy. And this is a big blow to the family because everyone had high expectations for Kiryu. Kiryu was the shit. He was going to be the next fucking big deal in the goddamn family. But then, oh, you killed the fucking, you killed your fucking patriarch. Well, shit. So you get sent to prison, and ten years later, you get out, and you are, and you then find out that Nishikiyama, your friend, is now a ruthless head of his own family, and potentially involved in the attempted murder of your guy's foster dad, and 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 an attempted hostile takeover of the entire Yakuza organization that you're a part of. And then from there you go, and that's just kind of that's just kind of the game. It is just a very straightforward mafia story, or I guess mob story. Mafia is specifically the Italian mob. But yeah, it is just a very straightforward mob story, and there's something to be said about that. Like mob stories have kind of mob, mob stories have kind of like lasted for this long in fiction because they are weirdly compelling. There's the very shifting alliances within a criminal organization. The fact that criminal organization is an organization. And just seeing all the different the fucking facets of it.
1: The there are rules within the criminal organization.
0: Yeah, it's the fucking, like, I, I kind of keep pulling it always back to d d but, like, this is why lawful evil is cool. And on top of it, there's just, there's just a whole lot of, like, ins- there's an insane amount of side shit to do in these fucking games. But the best will be Goro, because Goro's the best. Yeah, Goro Majima is essentially your Joker. He is this fucking crazy person who walks around with snakeskin boots, a snakeskin jacket, and an eye patch, whose sole mission in life is to fight you enough that you get as good as you were in the past. Okay. And it is largely random encounters. You're just walking around and then all of a sudden you just hear someone go, Ki-ri-chan. and then all of a sudden there's just a dude on fire, bum rushing you waiting to kick your ass. <laughs> and as you fight him, you learn more and more of a diff of a fighting style that you can only unlock by fighting with an old man, in the park and fighting Goro. Because since Yakuza, there there are four fighting styles. Um, Brawler, Rush, Beast, and Dragon. Uh, Dragon is the one that you're building up toward. Dragon is the one, is the fighting style you had at the very beginning of the game when you were at your peak. And it is, once you get everything, it's pretty great. If you are missing even one thing, it kind of sucks dick. So I usually ended up defaulting to rush because I really like rush rush is a very like quick kind of like hit and like kind of like and back away fine style hit and run mm-hmm. uh, instead of blocking you fucking bob and weave to avoid hits. And you and like you do more hits and you do more hits in your combos you are able to like sidestep and weave during combos uh, you have no grab It's just a fucking it's just like a fucking like block break kick. And it's, all, and it's all like a fun um, brawler is essentially a weaker version of dragon where you have a lot of the same abilities as dragon does, but they're just weaker. Like with dragon you have this one thing called the tiger drop, where if you time it, ju- if you time like a hit, uh, like a punch, just right with an enemy hit, you essentially one hit KO him. Whereas you do that with brawler style and you just stun for a second as you're able to get like some, pu- like, 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 like some hits in to get to build up heat to beat the fuck out of them. And then B-Style is my other favorite because there's any object around that you can grab, you will just automatically grab it during a punch. So just walking down the street, some dudes come up on you, all of a sudden you just fucking swing around grab a motorcycle and beat a dude to death with it. As you do. Yeah. And his block isn't really a block. He just kind of stands there and takes every hit. It reduces the damage of it significantly. But... It's a matter of this block can't be broken, and you can't be knocked down while doing it. And the blocks that didn't attack from every direction, even behind you,
1: which is great. Okay, that's respectable.
0: Yeah, Beast is a hell of a lot of fun. And yeah, so it was with Goro. He'll just fucking find you random places. He'll occasionally get calls of like, "Yeah, so just go fucking." He'll just get calls from his fucking subordinates. And it'll be like, hey, head down to the fucking, hey, like, Goro's at the disco club. You want to go, go head down? And he's dressed up like a fucking, like, like, David Bowie or something. And doing, like, fucking hip-hop moves as you beat the fuck out of him while he's hip-hop dancing. And then other times, you just, like, fucking play a card game. Like, or you fucking race toy cars. Goro's whole thing is just, I want you to be at your best, and then I want to beat you while you're at your best. And it's just it's just kind of great. Goro is just a really fun interesting character who while being the most chaotic evil of them all still has like a code to him. One of my favorite moments with him in the game is uh there's a point where you there's a point where you are like it's near the end of the game where you're trying to track down these people I'm not going to get too much into specifics because I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't played it I guess cuz the game was just released for free on PS Plus like this month so Probably a lot of people like first entrance into the series will be Yakuza Kwame. But so Goro and his dudes drive a truck into a building. Because you're there. And so then Goro takes a person hostage about to slit their throat. And then she starts talking about like her boyfriend or something. And he just just looks at her, realizes that she isn't trying to lie to save her own life and just lets her go. Because he respects people who tell the truth, even in horrible situations like this. And I was like, fuck Goro, you are so good. What the hell? Why are you such a good character? You shouldn't be. You're kind of a joke. no, Goro's the fucking best. But then there are the worst. Because there are two fucking boss fights in this game. One of them is optional, so it's my own fucking fault for doing it. But fuck this guy. And another one is entirely mandatory that you can't not do. So, another part of the story, you're tracking down this guy, I cannot remember his fucking name, Um, but he has pistols, he has two guns. Guns in this game are a bit much, because you get hit by a gun, You 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 get shot, and you go down, and so you have to mash on X to be able to get up, but in pretty much every instance where you have to mash on X... The amount of time it takes you to get up from the animation is enough time for a dude to like shoot you, have you go down the animation, then run up and hit you twice before you're able to actually get up. And if you are in the game in an animation for being hurt or you are in the middle of a combo chain from somebody else, you can't pause the game to use healing items. So if you're you're in the middle of a fucking combo chain, if you can't get out of it, you're dead. So this guy, when I went to go fight him, he was using a very like quick fighting style. A lot of a lot of like you know sliding out of the way and then fucking just diving and shooting. The first time he dove and shot, he was in front of me, dove to the side, and I got shot from behind. Okay. And there were other dudes on the map like during this fight that that were also shooting at me. There was no one else when this happened. It was only me and him. So he somehow shot me from behind while being in front of me. And then from there, it was just a matter of, like, he just kept fucking dodging all my goddamn attacks, then shooting me. So I had to fucking use up all my goddamn healing items. Which I was using the fucking most expensive ones that cost fucking, like, 10,000 chips at the goddamn casino. Because, yeah, as we all know, the best healing items are bought at a casino.
1: Well, that's just a standard fact, I mean.
0: Yeah, totally. And actually beat him the other worst guy is Joe Amon he's an optional boss and the most difficult boss in the entire game because not only does he have I believe four times the life bar of any four times the life bar of any other boss he also is faster and hits harder than any other character in the game He is an optional character who he's an optional boss fight that only shows up after you completed every other side story and unlocked every potential move in the dragon in the dragon skill tree. So he is essentially a 100 completion boss. Lovely. Yeah. So he starts out with uh, I believe like a copy of your like rush or dragon style, and he moves about twice as fast as you do. And whenever you get a hit in, he jumps back and throws a grenade at you.
1: Just, just lovely.
0: Then when you deplete his eight health bars, he then gets back up with another eight health bars and moves over to Goro's fighting style where he has a dagger that you can't block.
2: This sounds hard.
0: My second time I beat him.
2: Was it easier than Mega Man?
0: Um, (laughs) kind of, actually. (sighs) Ugh. Because I was able to have a lot more space, I was a, I didn't like I didn't have to fucking like hold a button and then try to hit a button that was on the opposite side of the controller from it in order to be able to like fucking charge up a shot and dash at the same time. Because in the Mega Man X Legacy Collection, you can't map any of the shoulder buttons to dash. Which is kind of a dick move, in my opinion. I I used I fit like there are a, there's a second row of shoulder buttons that just say not used, and you can't map anything to them. bit of a shame but anyway
1: yeah that does sound like a bit of a shame
0: uh so yeah i managed to get through all that managed to beat the game went through it all it was fucking great and now i'm currently playing through yakuza 0 because one of the guys that's staying who's sleeping on my fucking couch has yakuza 0 and he let me borrow it cool yes yeah, so this is in uh, 1985 or ni- like the, like the mid 80s and i believe you play as kiryu and goro as you essentially begin, you essentially start at the beginning of the Yakuza careers of both of these characters. Um, so far, I've only played as a Kiryu during this. And like a lot of mafia stories, this one's about a real estate scam. Because.
2: Real estate scams and everybody, they're always being a thing.
0: Because real estate is big money. And a lot of mafia and a lot of like a mob fronts our construction companies.
1: He's not wrong. That's kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, like The Sopranos was all construction. And then with with Japan specifically, this this one in Kamurocho was a development scandal. So so essentially, what they were doing was they were was the <coughs> excuse me the three lieutenants like three like basically third in commands of the overall Dojima crime family. They were buying up all the property in this like certain number of blocks area. Just trying to get every single, every, every single piece of property in that area in order to bundle it all together and sell it to a developer for infinity times what it was actually worth. Because since they control all of it, they control the price. Once they do that, they'll they'll be able to make a fucking mint and essentially have this fucking massive area in their pocket. Just like the comment is like, all right, guys, yeah, so we'll sell it to you for fucking, like, this much money. It's like, we can't fucking pay that. All right, how about this much money? But then also, you build in these specific things that we have access to because fuck you, we're criminals. But they have not been able to get a hold of this one little piece, piece of shit chunk land they call the empty lot. Because that's what it is. just an empty lot. But it's an empty lot in the center of this fucking area that no one can find the owner to, so they can't buy it, so they can't sell the rest of their properties. And you, as Kazuma, are framed for murder there. So then, Kazuma, he leaves the Dojima crime family to essentially track down who framed him and who actually killed this guy and who the owner of the empty lot is in order to help save his fucking foster dad's position within the family because he's in prison right now and everyone's gunning for his spot. Trying to save his fucking position, clear your own name, and then try to get back in good with the family. I have no idea what Goro's bit is yet, but I kind of fucking love these games. They they can be incredibly frustrating at times, but it's kind of like a Mega Man thing where... With Mega Man, yeah, it can be incredibly frustrating, but, like, when it is good, it is fucking amazing. And it's a similar kind of thing with this. Like, the story, the writing, the character stuff, a lot of, like, this little, little silly side stuff that you do. The, the like, minigame mini game stuff, because there's, those, like, athletes of minigames spread out. So you can of do, course. essentially, anything you want. Essentially, it is just take, like, a GTA, but make it an RPG instead of an action game. And that's kind of what I love about it. This is a fucking this is a fucking Yakuza RPG, and I am super fucking into it. That's what I got. So, Alex, then.
2: Well, so I went back to good old Final Fantasy, but uh, I don't know if I want to finish it now. Because apparently the game is never ever going to be completed. <laughs> of course, it fucking isn't. On account of them canceling all their DLC.
1: <laughs> oh, that's th- always wonderful.
2: Well, no, well, no, they can't. They canceled the. Uh, so, I don't. I don't know if you guys brought this up last time, but uh, they canceled the last three three uh, releases of DLC for it, and are taking a thirty-eight million dollar loss.
0: Wow. And
2: uh, and uh, the director. Of the game has left the company.
0: Fuck yeah, that's bad.
2: That is bad. So, uh, so, so the one of the DLCs which was finally going to explain the story of the girl who was only in the game for like maybe 15 minutes tops is now canceled and not going to happen. So,
0: is that who is that?
2: You know, uh, Luna.
0: Oh, Luna, okay. Luna Freya.
2: Yeah. Luna Freya, she was supposed to get her own DLC focus to make up for the fact that she's only in the game for like three scenes. <laughs> and uh no. Cancelled.
0: Yeah, fuck that shit.
2: So she's probably going now going to go down in history as the least popular Final Fantasy heroine ever.
0: And, is that is that a shock?
2: Uh well So I was gonna I say mean, shocking,
0: but I don't actually know. Um <laughs> Like I don't know enough about fucking uh Goddamn, Final Fantasy to be able to make that joke properly.
2: No, no, I think it is. I mean, I think she'll be the only one that was bar- that's barely in her game. So, even though, so even though I was having a uh, bit of fun with it, uh, I, after that happened, I think I was like, "Well, I don't really feel like playing this now. If, and I'm never actually going to finish it."
0: No, yeah, I, I have, get that, man.
2: They're supposed to have one that features the heroine, one that features. Uh, a side character that I really liked. And then one that's like a side story with Noctis, which says like apparently well it's not a side story, it's like a alternate universe slash better explained ending. And uh that's not coming either. So yeah, I think I'm done with that now.
0: Yeah, from what I saw, that I believe they're still planning to release the Arden DLC.
2: Yes, they're planning to release Arden, the one guy who doesn't need any DLC, but of <laughs> course they're gonna release that. Of course they are. Arden is the DLC is just going to make things more confusing. And that's what the note they're going to leave it on. Yep. Just, just, just forget about, forget about this game.
0: Final I mean, fantasy.
2: Play kingdom hearts. <laughs> King, kingdom hearts three is coming. Forget about this. Mess. Yeah, kingdom hearts. We, kingdom we, hearts is
0: better. It has a better explained story than this.
2: We could, I mean, it does at this point. <laughs> and, and kingdom hearts. The story can be summed up as one guy wants to be 13 guys and he's fighting a guy who's three guys maybe more
0: no kingdom hearts can be summed up as heart of darkness
2: i think there was a thing that said you could replace the words darkness with bees in kingdom hearts and it would
0: yeah st- yeah that that was from the so uh, basic so this fun. is basically kingdom hearts video oh
2: uh, yeah
1: <sighs> so anyway stop um, making for- fun of kingdom hearts <laughs> I'm just, li- I'm just sitting here, like, do I have a rebuttal? I like no, it too, dude. So I'm just,
2: you don't. What? Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm. I can't wait for three, but it's not like I'm going. I'm going to say it's a real, well-written masterpiece. It's not.
1: Yeah, like
0: well, I no, it's not. Like, I but did King- I still love it. I something. did Kingdom Hearts. Those those games are a lot of fucking fun. I'm gonna rip on them.
2: I tried to, uh, ex- my friend who hasn't played it since 2, I was talking to him in the car, like, a couple months ago, trying to explain to him what had happened since, and his eyes glazed over, literally. And he told me to stop. He couldn't follow it anymore.
0: Yeah, I have been, I, I've been seriously considering looking up a Tumblr explanation of the story of Kingdom Hearts before going into 3. And that should tell you everything you need to know about the story of Kingdom Hearts.
1: I have actively watched several videos on the story of Kingdom Hearts.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is
1: understand the story of King Hearts. It's a very confusing story.
0: Yeah, it is the most fucking It should not be that complicated.
1: Uh, no. Complicated isn't the right word for it anymore. The right word is convoluted. Convoluted. Okay. That's, what it is. that's fair. It shouldn't be
0: like it should not be that convoluted. Like I I get the convolutedness coming from the fucking like Square Enix side, but Disney's involved. <laughs>
1: Like
2: they stopped most- caring after the first game made them all that money. That <laughs> want.
1: Just, they're, all they're, Disney cares about is that their most popular properties are included in the games. Well, because the first game, Disney's like,
2: look, we don't want you to like make extra money for yourself off of our character names, so you can only use these characters, and uh, Mickey can only show up in a brief cameo.
1: And then it was like, holy
2: shit it's on the- a stringle. Yeah, well, we, did, of, we did all- not
0: anticipate the anime crowd being this intense.
2: Yeah. So, so they're like, okay, well, we'll just make Mickey a major character who only actually shows up in person at the very end. So they were like, okay, fine. And they're like, wow, you made us lots of money. Use Mickey as much as you want. Do whatever you want. It's all up to you.
0: Yeah, go do whatever you want. As so long as you don't, as so long as you don't encroach on these things. You want to make it fucking dark and edgy? Eat ass, dude. Look at that epic Mickey. The concept art for that fucking game was so much cooler than the actual game. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Well, they, they 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 drew the line at making Mickey himself edgy, like he can be a he can be a a, a keyblade knight that flips around, yeah. but like the, the
0: edgiest Mickey, Mickey can be is he wears a black trench coat occasionally.
2: Yeah, that's about it.
1: What was the purpose of that? Like that that was an organization thirteen coat, right? Yes. It was meant to protect him from the uh, darkness. Okay, because. My initial thought was,
0: are you trying to disguise yourself? You're Mickey fucking Mouse. No. Like, yeah, you throw the hood up.
1: Your ears are still there. No, that was meant to protect him from the... uh, From from the bees.
2: Yeah, well, it's because they they traveled around using the portals of darkness rather than ships. So, yeah, they needed that for darkness protection. They
0: do that before they get stung by the portals of bees.
2: Yeah, because you saw what happened to Aqua when she was in darkness for too much if you watched the trailer
0: sure
1: i haven't watched the trailer because i've been stubbornly refusing to have anything from that spoiled on me how
0: many soras are there in the trailer again
1: okay then don't watch the trailer
2: how many soras are in the trailer i don't know a lot yeah f- too, many. Okay.
1: too many
0: like at this point there are like what are there like there are there like four
1: soras now wait what
0: i stop, everyone
1: stop stop i don't want to know <laughs> Do not tell me of these things. I don't, no, this I don't is, these any, are all from previous
0: games.
2: No, I don't think there's any more Soras than the ones we already know.
0: So there was a fucking past Sora, real Sora, nobody Sora, and then evil Sora?
2: Evil Sora, who's not really Sora. He
0: yeah, from, weird uh, fucking helmet boy.
2: Yeah, he was, but he was made out of Ventus, not Sora. He just looks like Sora because...
1: Yeah, but Ventus... Ventus is Sora Ventus cause... is
0: Roxas who is a nobody of Sora
2: no so well, we no, so, need so, to like, stop yeah 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 I mean I, I could go on if you really want me to ramble uh,
0: but uh, but if, even, just record yourself doing I, it we'll see if I can make a video out of it
2: I didn't even play this game I just brought this up as as why they <laughs> don't care about the Final Fantasy 15 anymore
0: yeah, I, I saw a tech writer that Square Enix said, like, yeah, we're using these resources to focus on other AAA titles. The best part is they did that in a conference that was supposed to show
2: this off, and the, sh- the conference was literally like, this, 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 and this, canceled.
0: Yeah, it's like, all right, everybody, hope you're ready for the next fucking batch of Final Fantasy 15 DLCs, because guess what? They ain't coming.
2: They ain't coming. It's canceled.
0: Mike, drop. And,
2: and then they just kind of, and it's like, oh, yeah, and the director is quitting the company.
0: Square Enix is a lot of those weird missteps. Like, uh, do you remember? This just kind of sticks out in my mind because like the giant bomb stuff around it. But did you did you see the? Uh, it was Paris Games Week, I think, or like Gamescom or some some like second or third tier gaming conference. Like Sony was doing their thing, and then the guy from Squ- and then the guy from Square Enix came out. I was like, hey everybody, you've been waiting fucking fifteen years, and everyone starts freaking the fuck out. It's like, oh my god, Final Fantasy VII! Yeah! And everybody just starts freaking the shit out. And they're doing this whole big display thing for it. And then it's just, all right, guys, we're porting the PC version of the game over to fucking PS4. And that was their big yeah. fucking crowd draw thing. Yeah. And you just cut to dudes in the crowd who are just, like, looking at the camera like, wait, really? Is this what's happening?
1: This is a thing? It
0: was, it was like, an early with- version of, like, is this an April Fool's Day joke from Diablo Immortals?
2: With, without, without going back into a long debate on Kingdom Hearts... That was pretty much all they showed off at the at their last big conference. Just like three different Kingdom Hearts trailers. It's all they have.
0: Yeah, and it was three different Kingdom Hearts trailers spread out among three different press conferences.
2: I know. It was like that was all they had. Like that's their only big thing coming. Clearly, people people don't care about Final Fantasy 15 anymore.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna throw all our money behind this weird, fucking, stupid Disney thing.
1: So it's like behind the greatest idea ever conceived. Man, I hope it doesn't bomb. Otherwise, twelve people problem. are
0: into this, and it's gonna be fucking dope.
2: I mean, I suppose it can't. It's just one of those things that can't possibly fail, even if it's bad. Everyone's going to buy it anyway. And
0: well, I could see it failing.
2: I mean, I could I mean, I could see it being bad, but it'd be like, well, you all bought the game anyway, so
0: not, not even like bad. I could see it like. I think I could it's actually exciting. see it kind of failing because I think at this point, like the only people who like be the only people who I've seen have like genuine interest in a like Kingdom Hearts three are the people who are still hangovers from old Kingdom Hearts games.
2: Yeah, but those are a lot of people.
0: Yeah, a lot of people, but like, is, is it a lot compared to what they were, and is it a lot compared to what they want the game to sell?
2: Uh, I mean, it'll never be enough compared to what they want the game to sell, because, you know, what they want the game to sell isn't really possible.
0: Yeah, fair. Oh, anyway, yeah, continue to do stuff.
2: Alright, so, uh, so I went to a game I actually did play, and plan on finishing, or at least not stopping in despair. So, Persona Q2 came out in Japan, and I'm abusing my mediocre Japanese skills to play it before it gets spoiled for me. <laughs> like I did...
1: By the way, did you hear the ending?
2: Well, I know you I, you can't possibly have gotten the ending, because it, it just came out like yesterday.
1: Don't doubt my skills. Oh. Don't you sit there doubting my skills.
2: So anyway... I am magic. So if you played Q1, which is... uh, was also on 3DS, it's basically more of that, but with the Persona 5 cast part of it now. Okay. I I was expecting, like, more, you know, who's...
1: I don't understand what Q is. Q is okay. You ever played Adrian Odyssey? Ah uh, yes, and I grew bored of it very quickly.
2: Well, okay, but it's it's a game like that only with Persona characters, so less uh, boring.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I guess, and yeah, it's just it's like a nice it's a nice. Oh yeah, my game.
1: wife played that. I was like, what? Okay, why would I want to play that? Wait, she played Q1 or she played Odyssey? She played both e and Odyssey and Q- Q1. Oh,
2: okay. Well, yes. It's it's, it's basically a super-deformed uh, versions of the characters. And, uh, so at some point in, uh, early October of Persona 5, they got randomly sucked into a movie, uh, a, some kind of magic movie theater somewhere. Just like in the first game, uh, The two, the three, and four casts also in October suddenly get transported to the school festival thing, and uh, the first and uh, the dungeons are based on movies, and one of them is a superhero movie, and the superhero is Kamoshita, the teacher from the first arc of the school. Ew. Yes. Why would they do that? Kamoshita, man, because. Because uh, they want to show him flying around and uh, being a superhero. But not really. He's kind of a jerk.
1: So nothing new.
2: So nothing new, no. Nothing new except that uh, the whole city sees you as uh, you know the bad guys because the superhero says you're evil. So you have to like run from the cops while also taking down the superhero. And in the middle of that, the female protagonist from... Persona 3 Portable shows up, which was the other big draw of this game, because she hasn't been in uh, any of the spin-offs ever, so that was kind of a surprise. Because if you play the, P- the uh, PSP version of Persona 3, you can also play as a female character f- instead of just the male, even though not much really changes except she has different uh, people she can hang out with. and everyone's favorite character Akechi is part of the gang for the whole game because it takes place before
1: he screwed them over I completely forgot who that was and I played I literally just wow, repeat really? Persona 5 like I'm surprised yes <laughs> he was that he had that little impact on me oh well
2: he's in the whole game now <sighs> So, Yikes. since he's Japan's favorite character, he'll get a lot of screen time, no doubt. Who's that again? Akechi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's Japan's favorite character? Fucking why? He's,
2: he's Japan's favorite character. They really they really liked him. I-
0: they probably just like the uniform because it reminded them of a boy band.
2: Uh, no, apparently they really latch on to his, like orphan issues or something. (laughs) Because it's a real problem in Japan.
1: Okay, Japan. Whatever.
0: Okay, so then, just make a note everybody, if we ever try to make a crossover hit with Japan, make half our characters orphans.
1: Yep. There you go.
0: That is the surefire way to make fucking boatloads of yen.
1: (coughs) And walk away with like $5. Word. Maybe. Economy. Yeah, so...
2: So right from the start of the game, he's running around in his drum ma- silly drum major outfit, part of the gang.
0: Yeah, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Orphan Club Band?
2: Something like that, yes. And he only vaguely hints that he doesn't want to be there because he wants to do.
0: Are you using vaguely hints ironically?
2: Uh, define ironically.
0: Is, is it like oh yeah he vaguely hints and that the first spoken line of dialogue is i don't want to be here
2: no 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 he's just he's no no just just like well just like well i guess we'll have to stay here and uh you know solve this before we can go back to uh going after makoto's sister and he's like yeah sounds so, sounds fun
0: uh, okay so it's so it's more like so it's more more like kind of like resigned to the fact that he has to be involved and not like
2: He's he resigned to the fact that he has to stay for the whole adventure, even though it's ruining his master plan to, you know, screw them over and go after his father. Yeah, you know. But, but I mean, he shit. doesn't outright say that. He's just he's just like, oh, yay. Okay. I guess it will be fun.
0: So a level of anime subtlety.
2: Yeah, basically.
0: Okay, well, I guess that's improvement.
2: It is improvement.
0: They, they could... They could just—they could have just had him stand there, and then the second everybody leaves, they, he goes, "God damn it,
1: I want to fuck them over." Yeah, no, he doesn't. Uh, They—they could have like my biggest like my biggest problem with the catchy is he gets the coolest fucking weapons. Like he gets a fucking lightsaber and a blaster. Yes, he has the he has the
2: lightsaber in the game. That's his main weapon. Yeah, I hate that. Why can't I use that? Because you don't have enough cognition.
1: Bullshit!
0: <laughs> I'll show you motherfuckers cognition as he pulls out his fucking homemade blueprints for bat lightsabers.
1: I do not have homemade blueprints for lightsabers. Yeah, oh, yes. man, you don't. You don't actually. You don't actually they're have the guns. In it. You don't actually
2: have the guns in this game anymore, though. What? Well, well, you have them, but they're like, oh, so yeah that that stuff that made them real that's gone here, so they're just like models.
1: Are you shitting me? No. I mean, there's,
2: I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, I mean, they did it because the four and five, I mean, because the three and four casts don't have guns, oh, or rather, fuck them. or rather the, or rather the characters that do have, they only have one weapon type each, so they standardized it.
0: Yeah. And I oh, mean, fuck them. to be a little bit more fair, three characters do have guns. They just use them in combat, using them to kill themselves to make their, make their personas appear.
2: Yeah, that too. Yeah, the Persona 3 characters have to shoot themselves in the head with Persona 3's dark guns to get their Personas to come out.
0: Yeah, Persona 3 is kind of dark.
2: Kind of. In fact, all three characters have a different way of summoning now in this game. The Persona 4 characters are all the only ones that don't look painful.
0: Yeah, Persona three shoot themselves in the head, Persona five rips their mask off, which then causes a little spurt of blood or whatever. And then Persona Four yeah. hold their hand and crush a card.
2: Yeah, they just make a card appear and break it.
0: Yay. Persona four
2: Persona four is the happy game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch your watch your young watch your young fucking cousin sister die and then get resurrected by God. But she comes
2: back, so you know.
0: Watch this teddy bear have an existential crisis and then have to fight its own dark internal fucking nihilism.
2: And nobody on your team tries to screw you
1: over. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. I've played Persona.
0: Get a bizarre amount of screen time for the character with the least amount of problems.
1: No,
2: I mean, I mean, there is a guy that screws you over, but he's not actually part of the group for once.
0: Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's evil cop. Yeah. As opposed to evil, as opposed to evil boy cop.
2: As opposed to evil boy cop or um, evil kid,
0: yeah, it yeah, evil boy. It's it's a whole fucking thing. Persona's weird. I can't and I and I can't wait for the dancing games to go on sale so I can actually afford. So I can actually pay the reasonable price for them and not pay fucking eighty bucks for both of them.
2: All oh, right, the dancing games.
0: Yes, they're coming out in like a week, less than a week actually.
2: They rushed up to the timetable.
0: Yep. And I was planning on getting both of them, but then I saw they were both 80 bucks, And I'm like, these aren't worth 80 bucks."
2: Probably not.
0: Like, as much as I like them, they aren't worth 80 bucks. I believe the other game was like, I believe like the first one was like 40 or 50 here in Canada. Which is a much more reasonable price for a dancing game.
2: Yes, yeah, that's, that's one of the problems is uh, Atlas is like trying to charge mac- the maximum amount they can. Like, one of the things is they're like, Q2 isn't selling that great because it's a 3DS game and the 3DS has pretty much been abandoned in Japan in favor of the Switch. Yeah. And also that they're sell- they're selling it for full price when most 3DS games are slightly off.
0: Yeah, so, they're... Uh,
2: so, yeah, sales are not as great as they were hoping.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully this will hasten the development of Persona 6.
2: Probably. Hopefully.
0: Because I want more the, real Persona, goddammit.
2: Or at least the uh, inevitable re-release of five.
0: I hope for a PS4 re- re-release of three.
2: Do we really need another release of three, though? I mean, we—I mean,
0: like, last, I mean, the last release was on the PSP.
2: I know, but they already released re-released the game three times. What more could they add to it?
0: The making it on PS4 with the Persona Five engine. Adding new content, then, adding a then they, then, different playable character. Maybe I don't know.
2: I mean, I mean they, Well, I mean they'd have to add the female protagonist because otherwise, yeah, naturally it wouldn't be worth the trouble.
0: Yeah, and then fucking everything from Fez, some fucking references to Persona Five, a new storyline with a new fucking character to build a social link with.
2: They already did that.
0: Yeah, but now more.
2: They 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 already used the extra social link arcana. They'll have to use a new one.
0: Yeah, fuck it, dog. I want to play Persona 3 for realsies. I fucking had it on PS... I had it on PSP, forgot the account login, and then also sold my PSP. And I don't want to spend fucking like the 70 bucks or whatever to goddamn pick up a new PSP. Just and to then
1: have to rebuy it. Won't you have to rebuy it since you forgot the account? Probably. Do you have a yeah. PS3? No, I have a PS4
2: probably should have gotten rid of your PS3, so, but... Just, I mean, PS3 release every you can... Release everything old on
0: PS4, goddammit. Well, I 3 Or, fuck, you don't even need to fucking do that. PS2 on PS4, that is a thing you have. Just release fucking Persona 3 Fez on it.
2: I'm gonna say I'm surprised Fez hasn't been released yet. I know on PS3... Yeah, I'm actually pretty, shocked by that. It's a PS2 classic, and you can get it for, like, five bucks, which is, you know, better than full price.
0: Yeah, so the problem... So, fucking get on it p s two to p s four conversion team put that shit up there for fifteen bucks probably
2: of course then you have to play the original p s two version
0: eh, it's a fuck whatever
2: well that's where you can't control any anyone except the main character
0: it's, it's, and, it's, also,
2: it's, and also the party AI is really bad
0: wait did, did wait, so when did they introduce uh when did they when do they add that you can actually control the party members in that game four Okay, then yeah, they released the PSP version.
2: At four, four, and then they they added it to the PSP version. So yeah,
0: Persona Three Portable on PS Four.
2: Until then it's like, hey, hey, I. It's like I'm almost dead. I need a heal. Oh, you need a heal. Need a heal. Status effect that doesn't work.
0: Or fuck, do it on Switch. I don't goddamn know.
1: I uh, will. Yeah, the we'll Switch see. would probably work for pretty well for him.
0: Yeah, Persona Three Portable on Switch. These are fucking brilliant ideas, Atlas. Fucking pay us in Persona Five or don't.
1: Just give us a free copy of the game. Yeah, that too.
2: We'll work for free game. <laughs> I
0: don't think we should put that out there. <laughs> not.
2: I. F- I feel like that might be taking advantage of. So I will go back to uh, Persona Q Two when uh, and. Uh, get a little farther, and that is all I have for now.
1: Are hey, they? Man, you are up. Okay, so where to start? Uh, how about the fact that fuck you, Insomniac, let me punch at least one person who pisses me off. I have been playing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I started the Black Cat DLC and finished the first chapter. I'm not going to spoil anything. All I am going to say is both story arcs that I have played fully through had a female character that I was constantly forced to interact with that I wanted to punch the fuck out of. Was it Black Cat? That is Silver Sable and Black Cat.
0: Okay, Silver Sable. Silver
1: Sable because she would not stop being better than fucking Spider-Man. Marvel's Golden Boy. <laughs> I am so sick of this. I am absolutely, abhorrently pissed at the fact that every other character can apparently go toe to toe in a fistfight with a man who can punch through steel. Well, man, you would hate man, Silk. Nice. No, I'm. I don't. I don't care if a super powered character can do it. Yeah, Silk's able does not powers. She's
0: just a lady with guns.
1: Oh, then I would I would hate them.
0: No, no, sorry, that was that was talking about Silver Sable. Silk was Spider Man, but better
1: in yeah, every that's capacity. Fine. I'm not a, I'm not like I'm not like some let's go jerk up Spider Man guy. I'm some. Hey, can we get some realistic reactions from people when I literally put a spider sized fist through their face? Because that's how much strength Spider Man should possess. Oh wait, we've got to curb his strength so that every fucking fight feels like a boss fight. Hey, brutes, want to go have a deadly, deadly encounter with Spider-Man? Ha (laughs) ha! Fuck you.
0: Also, I don't think his fist is actually the size of a spider.
1: You know what I mean. (laughs) Also, he has to hold back, because it would be bad if he killed anyone. No, no, it wouldn't be, especially given how bullshit some of these people are. No, it would be. Fucking brutes with miniguns.
0: Spider-Man is is very much on the fucking no-murder train.
1: Yeah. Fucking brutes with miniguns. Yeah, I they're mean, in the they murder train. They're in the fucking That fuck. you can't I mean, fucking hurt. I mean, you cannot just... touch them unless you've webbed them up first. But oh, wait, they always send a swarm of fuck offs to attack you. So you have to deal with the fuck offs. But oh, wait, there's a train of minigun round that even if you dodge still manages to fucking damage you. I love this game. And I hate it so much at the same time. I have a problem.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it.
2: Clearly, Web of Shadows is more your speed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: then you can just go and kill everyone if you want.
0: Oh, that sounds like such an insult. That sounds like such a fucking diss, and I know it's not.
2: No, I mean, Web of Shadows wasn't a bad game, but I mean, like, you want... No, I know. It's, it's, everybody's, fucking, Man- everybody's
0: fucking just themselves over this fucking Spider-Man game. It's like, oh, it sounds like Web of Shadows is more your speed.
2: Yeah, hey, if if you want Spider-Man to go crazy and kill everyone, Web of Shadows, man.
1: <laughs> I don't even want him to kill people. I just want to fucking punch Silver Sable and Black Cat, Silver Sable specifically because she made my life fucking hell. And fuck Sable International. Yeah, that, I really they... want to bring that place down.
0: Yeah, that that whole thing fucking sucks. But Black Cat, uh, does she have her bad luck powers here?
1: Yeah, it seems so.
0: Okay. Oh, that and, and she's thing. and she's still a thief, right? They haven't done the stupid crime boss thing with her yet.
1: Yeah, she's still a thief.
0: Okay, good. Wait, so we were, you, were you playing this with Birdie. Uh, no. Because I got a text from Birdie like a couple days ago that was like, "Do you have any idea why people still give a shit about Silver Sable?"
1: Uh, I think Birdie, like Birdie, played it on my thing. So okay. But no, it's just. Oh God, seriously, it makes me angry sometimes. So I do re I, I I do have to state this. I really do enjoy the game, like I love it. But it is just fucking infuriating. How many characters can just go, "Ha ha, fuck you," and run away?
0: Yeah, from the from the sounds of that, it, that seems to be a DLC thing. Because like I don't- uh,
1: the black cat thing is DLC. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because like from what I remember of like the regular game, like the people who mainly gave you fucking work were like supers.
1: Yeah, except for the brutes. But I can tolerate the brutes to an extent. Yeah, but yeah, no. Uh they also give uh street thugs these amazing fucking rocket shield things so that they can just fucking ruin your life and make you just want to end the world. A rocket shield? It is a shield that has a rocket attached so that you can launch forward at high speed. It's just mm, so infuriating. Because what they'll do is they'll launch forward and leave a trail of that red shit that damages you. Ugh. So, in another instance, even if you dodge, say it with me, you take damage. Yay. But you have to dodge because otherwise you get floored. And oh, should I mention the fact that for some reason my webs keep not working? Like, as in I can't even fire them. Pretty sure that's just a glitch with my controller, but still, it's infuriating. Uh-huh. But I want to say it again, I genuinely do enjoy this game. It is a hell of a lot of fun. It is a great time, and I wholly recommend it to anyone who's interested in Spider-Man, who enjoys that kind of flippy around Batman-ish, but a little bit uh, more fluid game fight gameplay fighting style. If you enjoy that, it is great. I highly recommend the DLC because it adds some great story beats that are really interesting. However, Insomniac, in the third piece of DLC, let me punch Black Cat. <laughs> that, that's all I want right now. No, don't punch Black, Black Cat. Then she'll become a crime boss and be even worse. All I want is to make that bitch pay for what she's if, done to Peter.
0: If you punch her, you'll be just I, like...
1: And my, my biggest problem with Black Cat is I spent the entire time yelling at her to stop flirting with him. He's in a relationship.
2: <laughs> is he really? Yeah, by, yeah, by, yeah. With, uh, by the end MJ of the game, he hooks back up with MJ. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, is he really with? Is he still with MJ in the game? Or?
0: Yeah, the game starts with them broken up, and then they fucking develop their relationship again over the course of the game. Oh, because uh, I'm trying to remember. Like that was one of the things that really bugged me about that fucking game was MJ. Mm. Like, like, I think she was fine. It's just a lot of her reasoning. Was like this was like the stupid superhero reasoning. Like that Like happens a lot of these fucking things of like, you always treat like like you always treat me like I need to be rescued, like I need to be saved. But, but it's you like, do. but it's like, yeah, you are a person with no real combat training at all going against superpowered dudes with machine guns and magic swords. Like, yeah, independence and all to get your story. You will die. Just flat out, no ifs, ands, or buts. If this if this goes wrong, which, let's be honest, it always does,
1: you will die. Okay, this is actually something I feel I can talk about because it's not spoiler. There is a point in the game where you see an outline of MJ with someone pointing a gun at her. Yeah. We get to see what's going on, and it turns out that she's just talking to someone who was freaking out because she just showed the fuck up. Yeah. And she gets mad at Peter for saying, Hey, this girl I like is being pointed at with a fucking gun. Let me step in and try and help. Oh no. The guy's accident prone and got himself hurt. Yeah. Let me make my standard Spider Man quip.
0: blah blah
1: And then she gets mad at him and I'm just sitting there like, Seriously?
0: I don't need I don't need you to rescue me. It's the guy pointing a gun at my face. I was gonna be fine.
1: And the best part is, like, I'm sitting there, like, no, Spider Man deserves this, because they're both idiots. (laughs) (laughs) They really are. They're both fucking morons. Um, they deserve each other. I just hope they don't manage to breed. (laughs) Oh, they
0: will. And either make Mayday Parker or Anne Parker, I believe is her name.
1: But uh, again, even both. I love this. I love this game. Um, I wholly want more of it. I can't wait till the, the I can't wait to beat the current DLC pack that I'm going through, and I can't wait until the next DLC pack. Um, but seriously, yeah, let me punch Black Cat. <laughs> that, that that is what I want.
0: Oh, Black man. Cat. Black Cat really got the shaft in the comics. <laughs> like yeah, she like yeah, she actually had a problematic history or whatever, but she was like a fun character and a decent foil to Peter.
1: Oh yeah, she was a great character in the
0: comics. But then Superior Spider-Man happened, which that that Man Superior Superior Spider-Man was such an interesting concept that led to so much bad will. Just I am shocked how much I hate that
1: concept and that fucking book. I thought that was a brilliant idea when I first heard about it.
0: But no, it was a really solid idea. That that was the that's the shameful thing. Like like that whole switch was like fucking a like really solid idea that could have led to like really interesting stuff, but then they kind of went every wrong direction with it.
1: Uh, the, uh, there, I do have one other slight problem with the story but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about the storyline yet
0: yeah, I'd, I'd say but the DLC is relatively
1: new still yeah that's why I wasn't sure um uh but it it, it works for what it is I just it feels a little ham fisted to me
0: wait a comic book story being ham fisted um, no
1: You you know what I'm talking
0: about? Uh, maybe I I don't know. I I'm tired. Really? Just put it in the chat, and then we'll fucking see if we know what you're talking about. Ah, but then uh, anything else been playing aside from Spider-Man?
1: Yes, I have a few things. (coughs) Um, next, um. Okay, so I just have to state this. Uh, chronologically confused. Um, the new Hitman 1. So... You guys know which one I'm talking about? 2016's Hitman? Yes, that okay. one. Um, I had only ever played Blood Money before and couldn't really get into it because I just... At that age... I wasn't really interested in being patient. Yeah. So I play. I watched, um, I specifically watched the first Hitman, uh, played through by a YouTuber, uh, many a true nerd um, thought he was brilliant and it thought that it was entertaining. So I thought I'd give it a try. Uh, Especially with Hitman 2 coming out. I thought, why the heck not? Might as well see what might happen. And I fell in love with the game. Like, actively, I have played the first, like, the training tutorial mission seven or eight times. And I'm still finding new things and still trying to get that mastery. I'm not letting go until I've 100%ed the mastery on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go into the next level with as much power as I can. A phenomenal cosmic power. Now, I had to stop myself because I wanted to uh, uh, play through both DLCs before this recording <laughs> and still failed. I did not succeed at playing through both DLCs for this recording.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, but no. Uh, Hit- Hitman has always been that game that I've looked at from a distance and said, Maybe. Maybe. And it's because while I do love the whole I'm going to be the fucking best stealth bastard you've ever seen, I never really have the patience for that. Yeah. Um. So when I finally decided to sit down and have the patience for it, it was an absolute blast. I had the best time. So... (sighs) Hitman, for those of you who don't know, is a game series about Captain Murder Pants, uh, also known as by his code name Agent 47. Ah, yes, uh, that guy. As he goes around murdering the fuck out of people. Yep. And your job as the Hitman, I, I assume you are the uh, Hitman, you might be the voice inside of his head telling him how to kill people. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> that would actually be really cool turns out <laughs> the that all this time cleaver. you were Diana
0: use the
2: meat cleaver and try not to get blood on the carpet because it doesn't wash out
0: <laughs>
2: go 46 48 whatever what's his number 47 47 okay
0: well, yes yeah, he's 47 not, I was
2: not right either time but you know
0: Go 48 on, is his younger brother put on the chef's outfit and poison the soup
2: kill them all no survivors
0: Dress in the clown outfit and slit their throat with a machete.
2: Oh, that's too... That's, no, that's too extreme. We don't need to go that far. Wear the
0: flamingo costume and drop a
1: chandelier on their heads. Which is something that I see... I saw that you, you can do something similar to that in uh, the new Hitman, so I'm excited for do that. Do it. Um... But yeah. Hitman, uh... Absolutely brilliant. I love it to bits. But I can't really talk much about it, because it's like... I am Hitman-y. Like, like what am I supposed to say? Um, however, there is something that I can talk a bit about. And that is... I'm, I'm, I'm sure Deadman might tell me no on this, but... I have to ask. It was released on Steam... Do choose your own adventure books count? Uh no. Okay. Then I won't yeah, they're say books. Anything about. Them. They should count though. Cuz they're great. They're a lot of fun. Heroes Rise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so actually with Hitman, have you spent any time with the elusive targets?
1: Uh, I haven't gotten around to that yet.
0: Okay, yeah, the elusive targets are kind of the big selling point of that game. Like on top of just like regular stuff, they're big kind of like unique selling point. Is the fact that, like they will just have these time targets where you get one attack where you get one fucking swing at it. If you fail, they're gone. Which is kind of what is kind of like th- that's kind of like a forcing a way to play the game that kind of like Hitman is designed to be played. Mm hmm. Because with a lot of people,
1: that's, that's how th- I try to play it.
0: Yeah, because with a lot of people like me included, uh, anytime you play Hitman games like, oh, I fucked up safe scum. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Go. I gotta. Do this, I gotta do this. Oh, fucked up safe Come. Just quick saving every fucking alternate step.
1: I try to play it the proper way. Yeah,
0: and so with so with the elusive target, it is it is you go into an area you've already been in. So you, so if you played it a bit, you know the layout of the map. You know where items are. You know where like guard routes are and stuff. But they change who the target is. And they had one a while back that was uh, you had to try to kill. um... <laughs> Fuck! What's his name? I uh, not Nick Nolte. The other one,
1: I believe, in two they just released uh, Sean Bean or something like that. Yeah, he had to kill
0: Sean Bean. Um, but the fuck what what the what the hell is that goddamn asshole's name? Fuck! not... okay, he was he was in Lethal Weapon. I think he was one of the bad guys in Lethal Weapon. I'm trying to remember his fucking goddamn name. He's a fuck Gary Busey. That's that motherfucker.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that one. I I have watched the um elusive targets.
0: Yeah, I so. have to try to like kill Gary Busey, and it's like runs around saying like Gary Busey meme shit, and then Gary Cole is there as his co-star in a commercial. And it's like where the fuck is this asshole? And I, if you get a chance to see it, uh, there's this but, uh, shocking shock of all shocks. I'm, recommending a fucking giant bomb thing, but there was a bit they did for Christmas a couple years back called Miss where they just pulled out three things from a hat of just your target, a set, your target, a disguise you have to be wearing, and the weapon you have to use to kill them.
1: Oh, that sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, and so one guy had to kill one target dressed up as the sheik with a fire axe.
1: Okay. Now, see, that actually sounds like the outside Xbox Christmas challenge. Every year they get, they pull just random video game challenges out of a hat and like they, ha- they have to like go punch the mayor of um, Diamond City uh, while naked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of a kind of thing, but with, with Hitman it is very much like you, if you are at all suspicious, everything gets fucked.
1: hmm I think they do have to do like Hitman challenges too, so. Yeah, it just, I fucking love the way people fly with the explosives. <laughs> yeah, people, like, people are able to do some insane fly. shit in Hitman. I, I also love the fact that it's like super fucking obvious that there's no way in hell that people are surviving your attacks during the training. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I threw that guy off the side of the boat. He landed on his head, and he's not moving. It's fine.
0: That cement was rubber. It was rubber cement. <laughs> mm. yeah. Pay no attention to the pay no attention to the fully awake, fully alive and sleeping gentleman forty seven. Stay stay on target.
2: Stay on target. Stay on target.
0: Nah.
1: I absolutely love the I love it so far though. Um But yeah. Right, yeah, I'm, the only reason I'm not talking about the other thing is because Deadman won't let me. <laughs> Deadman is suppressing my voice!
0: Ah, quiet, you.
1: Yes, master.
0: Ah, don't do that. It sends out a weird message.
1: Yes, master.
0: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway. So, I guess that's what we're playing, then. On to news stuffs. So, first up, um, BioWare has pre-announced an announcement about some Dragon Age shit.
2: Pre-announced an announcement, eh?
0: Yes. Welcome to the current world of game fucking announcements.
1: We're going to be announcing something. It will be announced.
0: Yeah, so back in August, um, Casey Hudson, general manager at BioWare, uh, he was was talking about like, hey, we haven't seen the last of Mass Effect or Dragon Age. Those things ain't dead yet. Mass Effect Andromeda didn't kill both of them. And so I got people a little bit like fucking interested. Like, hey, let's see what's happening. Um, good. Dragon Age Inquisition
2: was actually pretty good. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition was great. As opposed to Mass Effect Andromeda, which was
1: not. But, I know. love Dragon Age Inquisition.
0: Yeah. And so. And so. Um, yeah, so that, that kind of came out. But then just recently uh, over on Twitter, um, Casey Hudson uh, tweeted, quote, if you've been following these blogs or myself and Mark Dara on Twitter, you know we're also working on some secret Dragon Age stuff. Dragon Age is an incredibly important franchise to our studio, and we're excited to, to continue its legacy. Look for more on this in the coming month. I won't tell you where to look. So at some point in the next month. Some people are speculating at the Game Awards because that's happening in December. Uh, we'll be getting an announcement about new Dragon Age shit.
1: I'm kind of sad that in seven day passed without us getting anything for, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I'm I'm, I'm not. not, I'm like, yeah, they need, they need to give that, they need to give that, they need to give Andromeda a wide berth.
1: I'm not surprised. Like, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not su- sad that they didn't say, oh yeah, we're releasing a new game. I'm sad that they didn't say.
0: We're sorry about Andromeda. Here's something. five bucks.
1: I mean, I'm, I mean, it's sad, but I'm not surprised. Like I pre-ordered that shit. I'm very disappointed. Man, imagine like, if they sent. Is...
0: Imagine if they just got the address of everybody who fucking about that game and sent them cupcakes, like like they did, like people did, uh, would sent them cupcakes for the fucking ending of Mass Effect Three. Wait, what? Yeah, some dude. I think. Yeah, some dude. I remember this. I remember this coming up. Like some dude sent Bioware, um, some cupcakes that were color coded to the one of the three buttons you had to choose at the end of the game.
1: Oh yeah, that's awesome. I love that.
0: Yeah, so like, just imagine that fucking somebody fucking just like somebody buyer just sends you fucking cupcakes. It's like, oh, we're sorry, Mass Effect Andromeda sucked. Here, choose a better ending. <sighs>
1: that would be great.
0: But yeah. So, with all that's gonna be happening, um, let's see. I guess we'll be seeing what this happens in the next com- in the coming month because. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like Dragon Age,
1: and I'm a Mass Effect whore. (laughs) Yeah, Dragon Age is good. I plan to get N7 tattooed on my arm.
0: It
2: had a bit of a rough spot in the middle there, but it came out pretty good.
1: Uh, just like a good turd. Sometimes you get a rough spot in the middle. Yeah. Sometimes, okay, that's one way to uh... to.
0: Alrighty then, moving right along. Uh, so there has been some rumblings happening in the last in the past couple um, months. Uh that well, actually, so not rumblings, just a straight up fucking announcement from the looks of it. Um, yeah, Sunset Overdrive coming to PC. Sunset Overdrive. For those who don't remember, Sunset Overdrive was a PC game. it was, was an Xbox One launch title? That was very much built on the style of it. It was like, it was like set in a world where an energy drink could turn everybody into fucking mutants. And so then you had to go into this like very colorful filled world using your fucking like grind shoes to grind around the various things and fucking shoot up shit. Yeah. And so that fucking actually, yeah. So there was a bunch of fucking word about that potentially coming out. And then they just straight released it on PC. It's now out and available, which... Fucking cool. Uh, that's... I have been wanting to play that game for... A while. And now we can fucking do it, because it is available for sale. I... Given that it's fucking Microsoft, it is a fucking... Nightmare trying to figure out how to actually fucking buy the goddamn thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a... That's just a cool fucking thing. I would like goddamn... I like goddamn fucking. Uh, I like the look of Sunset Overdrive. And I want to fucking play that game.
1: I remember being really unhappy because it was it wasn't releasing on a console I owned or something like that.
0: Yeah, I was real bummed because it was specifically just Xbox One.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, I'm not buying that.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah, fuck yeah, Sunset Overdrive is available right now on PC <laughs> on Steam. It's great. It's like 20 bucks. Cool. All right, then. Moving right along. So, with Life is Strange 2 out, you'd think people would maybe calm down a bit about Life is Strange 1. But no, but there is now a four-part comic book series coming out that is a follow-up to the original Life is Strange game. The game is taking place... Yep, the game is taking place one, sorry, the comic is taking place one year after the Sacrifice Arcadia ending of the game. So it is being uh, published by Titan Comics, uh, written, well, the first chapter of it, at least, being written by a woman named Emily Viacelli, or Viacelli, I'm sorry, I'm horribly pronouncing that, uh, who was an artist on Young Avengers 14 and Doctor Who, the eighth Doctor miniseries. Uh, The art in this book will be done by um, Claudia Leonardi with coloring by Andrea Itzo. And yeah, the first chapter is out now. Yeah. I, this was a bit unexpected for me. Like A, because it's been fucking so long since Life is Strange 1, I didn't think they were releasing, releasing any more Life is Strange 1 material. And two, I didn't think they would do a follow-up to that ending. Because that seemed to be the ending they put the least work into. So I guess for those who don't remember or never fucking saw it, with Life is Strange 1, uh, the ending of the game came down to came down to a choice. There's a big fucking tornado heading toward goddamn the town you were living in, and you were up on a hill... You were up on a mountain. You are up on like a hilltop with like light, uh, near a lighthouse with Chloe, your... BFF, potential fuck, all kinds of shit, um, standing up there, and you had to make a choice. You had to either go back in time and let Chloe die the first time you saved her so that the tornado never happens, or let the tornado destroy Arcadia Bay and keep Chloe alive. Me, I'd said, fuck that town.
2: Screw those guys.
0: Yeah, that town's a bunch of dickbags. And given that at the end given that at the end of the game, the literal morning after the tornado hits, they're able to drive down the main street of the town with no problem. I made the right decision. Like, it's a fucking F5, it's a thing of God, dude! Like most of the buildings are still standing. Like, yeah, the blue whale sign's knocked over, but like fuck it, they can rebuild.
2: Not the blue whale sign.
0: Exactly. But yeah, so that yeah, so that was one of the endings. The ending, like the ending that I chose. Like it was like a 50-50 split from what I remember of actually playing the game. But it was more of it was leaning toward the sacrifice Chloe angle. Which, that seemed to be the much more emotionally intensive ending. That was the one that seemed to have some real work put into it. Because you go back, Chloe dies. And you just fucking flash forward through all of the shit that happened because of it. And you get to the end with this like really... Emotional and beautiful fucking funeral bit, and this whole fucking scene where like Max, main character, is just sitting there crying like a small, smaller face because of the butterfly, which I guess represents either racial or Clo- so. It was a, big, a whole fucking emotional roller coaster. But then again, with the sacrifice of Katie Bay, you just leave. The ending is you just leave. My work
2: here is done.
0: Yeah. So. I am a bit surprised that they are going for the ending they seem to put the least into. But I guess, yeah, they're fucking fueling the fire. Fueling the ship fire. Yeah, so that first issue's out. I haven't read it yet. Probably won't. Anyway. All right, along. Do these news And kind of the bigger news to come out in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so Bethesda could be facing a potential class action lawsuit over Fallout 76.
1: Oh boy, it has begun. Yeah. What is the point of the lawsuit? Like, why are they why are they being sued? What are people trying to get?
0: So, I'm going to do a full rundown of stuff so that people who have who people who haven't following this or aren't really big Fallout people know what is happening. So, E3 this year. Bethesda announced at the press conference Fallout 76. A big new fucking installment in the Fallout franchise and a new kind of direction for the Fallout franchise. Uh, because instead of being this, instead of being an open world single player first person, like single player RPG, it was now an open world multiplayer RPG. Where you would go, where you Literally would go. Literally when
1: they said the word multiplayer was the moment they lost me.
0: Yeah, where you would be in the world with other people, and there would be no like human NPCs because the, all the humans are other players. The NPCs would largely be like the monsters and robots and shit. And so, people were. The initial reaction was like, "Oh my you fall And then the other people were like, "Wait, this sounds kind of shitty." So. Things began building up, they had their beta, people got into it, and then the game released two and then, the, and then the game released like two weeks ago. And it did not release well. Cause, for one thing, it released with a 56 gig patch on launch.
1: And a pile of bugs even after that.
0: Yes, the game was a technical nightmare that resulted in some people straight up being unable to play the game. So they went to Bethesda and tried to ask for a refund. They were like, hey, we played this game. We played, it for like, we played it for like a couple hours. It is a piece of shit. We would like our money back. To which Bethesda said.
2: Another thing I'd like to add. Yes? if you If you bought a physical copy of this game, you got a case with a cardboard CD in it. Yeah. like the old placeholder's for disc man's back in the day and a download code. There are no physical copies of this game anywhere. They yep. did not make them. You know why? Cuz they knew people would return them.
0: That that is also why people believe they did not release the game on Steam. Because Steam because has a similar won. policy of if you play the game for less than 2 hours or it is within 2 weeks of purchase, you can return it for a real full refund.
2: Yeah, they knew people were they knew people were going to hate it and they were just like Let's screw as many people out of their money as we possibly can before they catch on.
0: Yes. So, with all this happening, a law firm based out of Washington, um, Migliaccio and Rothad LLP, probably horribly mispronounced that, and I apologize. Uh, they have been looking into a class act. They've been looking into setting up a class action lawsuit about this thing, uh, hoping to represent players who bought the game and were unhappy with the quality level of the product from a technical perspective as well as alleging about Bethesda's refusal to refund on the product. They said in the suit solicitation page, while minor bugs and glitches are expected with the release of most new games, Fallout 76 launched with a 56 gigabyte patch that has proven to be be but a starting point for the game's problems. Gamers who have tried to receive a refund because of the game's myriad glitches have been unable to do so since they downloaded the game, leaving them to deal with an unplayable experience until patches bring it back to a playable state. And yeah, so that that is just straight up what people have been getting as a response from Bethesda about trying to get a refund for this game.
2: Basically, screw you. We have your money. You can't have it back.
0: Yeah, they, they like say, hey, this game is a fucking bunch of dicks. Can I get a refund? And they're like, oh, sorry, it's against our policy to be it's against our policy to refund downloaded games.
1: Because they're full of shit.
0: Yeah. And Bethesda with their. Yeah. Of their return policy, they only uh, they only accept returns on unopened physical items and they just straight up don't offer refunds on digital games unless they are mandated by law.
1: Yeah, that's
2: not cool. They they rip people off. Yeah, they blatantly rip people off. This was like just blatant theft pretty much. Yeah, like they knew it was going to be bad. And they took all steps to make sure that when people bought the, bought the game out of, of goodwill, they'd never have to give them their money back. <laughs> that is pretty much how it worked. Yeah. That is just straight up screwing people.
0: Yeah, so Bethesda has tried to come out instead of Bethesda saying like, hey, we're sorry, man. And they've also outlined some more patches for upcoming fixes. Um, They'll be releasing a new patch on December 4th which will offer fixes for responding when over-encumbered, players getting stuck in power armor, boss loot drops, and uh, cryolator effects, as they're calling it. Um, The patch also increases the stash stash limit from 400 to 600. Besides, it says that the the increase is, quote, somewhat conservative, but they are also planning on increasing at a later date. Um, And then on December 11th, they'll be releasing a second patch that addresses the camp placement issues with login, um, allows players to respec special points after they reach level 50, and adds a new bulldozer option that can remove small trees, rocks, and other bullshit while you're trying to build. Both updates will also be fixing um, some bugs and stability issues.
2: Did they fix the running glitch?
0: Uh, does not say.
2: So, one of the things that came up is apparently if you look down so all you can see is around and the game doesn't have to render like the stuff in front of you, you move much faster. <laughs> Which means characters looking down basically have super speed compared to everyone else.
0: Yeah. So um, in a post on Reddit, uh, the Bethesda's community team um, offered an apology um, and then also offered an apology for, you know, not talking about this shit sooner. Uh, writing, quote, we know you're frustrated and angry at the state of things right now, whether it's the issues you're running into in the game or luck or the lack of communication about fixes, updates or news. Yesterday we posted to let you know that we're still here gathering your feedback and more importantly working to get info from the team we can share. We didn't want we we didn't want you to think that the silence meant nothing was happening. We're sorry and understand this was not the right approach. And we'll work to make a better bridge between you and the dev team at Bethesda Game Studio. Yeah, that's a fucking nightmare. But I will say this, it's kind of nice to see people actually kind of hold Bethesda accountable for releasing games that are fucking basically broken? Yeah. Because, like, a There's lot just- of the time when Bethesda releases a new game, if anybody complains about the technical side of things, then everybody jumps down their fucking throat.
2: Yeah, wow.
0: Like, it is... It is a, it is a bit much to see those fucking people. Just the second you don't give the game a fucking perfect score, they're like, you fucking are just out here for attention, you piece of shit. Stop fucking trying to take down your goddamn bullshit.
2: It'll, it'll work great in a, uh, in a couple months.
1: Well, we'll release a few fan patches and then everything will be great.
0: Yeah, we can't expect game developers to develop a game fully.
2: The difference is people aren't weren't all that crazy about 76, you know, before it came out. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it coming out with a mess of bugs and Bethesda blatantly ripping people off is like what set them off. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, like when Fallout 4 came out, people were hyped for it. And even though it was buggy at first, people were like, well, it'll be a great game when they patch it. Whereas seventy six is like this doesn't look like such the best idea.
0: That's, that's still not a good thing though.
2: Are you are you are you are you sure about this? Well, all right, let's see what happens. Oh, it's crap and it's buggy. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Sorry, we can't we can't excuse this Bethesda. You've gone too far.
0: I mean, a buggy single player game I can understand, but a buggy multiplayer game? That's just stupid. Also, just multi
2: so so uh, within like. Within like within like the first day, they crashed the server by too many people setting off nukes at the same time, <laughs> which is exactly exactly what, literally the first thing out of people's mouths when uh, they announced it is they're like multiplayer. Oh great, so everybody's gonna be nuking each other and they're gonna break the server. And they're like no, they won't. And uh, yeah, it took like three, three people firing fat men at the same time in one area crashed the server.
0: Very nice. Didn't they have a break it early? Like didn't they have a beta to test that shit?
2: Yeah, yes they, they did. did.
0: Did they not think to test what would happen if multiple people set off nukes at once?
2: Apparently not. Where it worked better in the beta than it did in the regular game. I don't know.
0: Good God.
2: From what I heard, Bethesda basically just ignores their beta testers. Like, yeah, probably. Like, like the beta testers go down with a list of things and they're like, yeah, we could spend all this money. We could spend all this extra money to fix it or we could just ignore it. Is apparently what Todd Howard has said to many beta testers that have come to him. He's like, nah, it's fine. Nobody will care. Nobody yeah, will notice. Pe- it rather- people
0: will fucking pay for it anyway.
2: People will pay for it anyway. I'd rather not spend money fixing it if we don't have to.
0: Yeah. What do you mean that's the point of a beta test? Get the fuck out of here. I'm Todd Howard, bitch.
2: All game developers oh, are such blatant
1: <laughs> criminals. People are being bullies and picking on them for making them wanting to wanting to actually get a functioning game out of them.
0: How dare you bully a multi-billion dollar company that doesn't have feelings? For shame, lowly Reddit user. For shame. Anyway. Nothing for news. We got some shit coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, so for this week, uh, we have a uh, Ride 3. Coming out on PS4, Xbox, PS, and PC. Latest in the ride series, I guess. Are people still are people still in the ride? Were they ever in the ride? I'm not. Yeah. Another thing I that is was. that another series that is that surprising longevity, Darksiders 3 is coming out this week. As someone who played both the previous Darksiders, I do not understand why there is a Darksiders 3. Like, Darksiders one was fine. Like it wasn't anything like super fucking special, but it wasn't like terrible either. It was just kind of like, what if the guy who developed World of what if the guy who like de- art designed for World of Warcraft was really into metal and Zelda? And then Darksiders two was. Blech. <sighs> And here we are in Darksiders 3, which appears to be a, t- a totally different game from Darksiders 2, which is a totally different game from Darksiders 1. Just every time they release a new game, they re the entire format of the fucking franchise. Yeah, nothing else really of note coming out this week. Uh, next week, though, we got Just Cause 4. Just Cause 4? Yep.
2: Why? Just Cause.
0: 4. <laughs> yeah, We also got the Persona Dancing games we talked about earlier. Persona 3, Dancing in Moonlight, and Persona 5, Dancing in Starlight. Both of those coming out on PS4 and Vita, I believe. And then we have another game coming out that I have seen kicking around that I don't know how to feel about, but I'm kind of interested in it. Which is. So it's called Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden. Ooh. It is a turn-based strategy game in the vein of XCOM. But it's like in a post-apocalypse world where you are playing as a man-sized warthog, a man-sized duck, and a lady who can turn to stone. Okay. Yeah, it's from the it's from it's from people who used to work on Hitman and Payday. What? Yeah, accord yeah, according to this thing, according to the fucking blurb, it was created by a team including former Hitman leads and the designer of Payday. And like it seems to have a decent sense of humor about itself, at least from the marketing. Cuz like cuz like I'm looking at the trailer right now actually and there's a bit where they're, like, going through a house trying to fucking find shit to use. And, like, the duck finds, a, finds a, like a, like, a like a fucking can of ham that's supposed to be spam. And he's like, oh, fucking yeah. Looks over at the pig who's just staring fucking daggers at him. He's like, don't you fucking dare. He's like, yeah, fucking fine. Okay, dude. Just calm down. Okay. And, like, despite the fact that I fucking suck at it, I'm a big fan of XCOM. So if this actually turns out pretty all right, I might end up picking this up. Yeah, so that's coming out next week, uh, and then the last, and then a rem, and then a remaster of the Last Remnant coming out on PS4 next week as well. And then the big thing everybody's fucking creaming their jeans over. The new Smash Brothers Woo
2: Oh yeah that
0: thing Smash yeah. Brothers That thing Who's You're Kirby you Smash Zombie Woo!
1: Uh, that's one thing I'm never gonna get tired of <laughs>
0: I I just don't fucking care about I don't I don't, give, I don't I don't give a half a dick about goddamn Smash Brothers.
1: I love Smash Brothers, and even I don't. I'm not even a quarter as hyped as some people are. Yeah,
0: everybody is freaking the fuck out. Like, I, like half the shit I see on there is just people freaking the dick out either over Isabelle, no, or yeah, either Isabella or no Waluigi.
2: Waluigi, still no Waluigi. Oh man, who's Isabella?
0: Uh, the dog girl from Animal Crossing. Oh. Oh, yeah. She got added in. Then a lot of the memes that I see are anytime anybody tries to hurt her, every other Smash character kills them.
1: That doesn't surprise me.
0: Surprisingly, me not a, a whole up. lot about the Piranha Plant. Wait, they added the Piranha Plant? The Piranha yes. Plant is a playable character in Smash. That
2: was that was the Why? final character revealed. Piranha Plant, probably. I think just to troll people more than yeah. Anything.
0: Basically, it's a joke. That's just just Sakurai I was like, "Hey, what do people want?" Well, Luigi, give him the Piranha Plant. Wait, why? Because fuck him. I ca- I kind of have in my mind the idea that that a fucking Sakurai is is like the meme of Sakurai I've seen floating around, where there's like, where like there, it was like a tweet, it was like a it was a screen cap of a tweet. And somebody's like, hey, does anyone know what Kirby was originally called? And they just reply from Sakurai, just says, pink piece of shit, I know I created him. (laughs) And so I don't, and so I'm pretty sure that's fake. But I'm just like, but in my head, I'm just like, all right, that is Sakurai.
1: Well, it it has to be fake because Kirby was originally white. Let me just go (laughs) ahead and uh, shift my nerd glasses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kirby
1: was originally Game Boy colored.
0: (laughs) Kirby was originally a Nazi.
1: No. Anyway, given the current environment, no. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Fuck Nazis. They're
0: shitbags. Anyway,
1: yeah, no, they're absolute garbage.
0: As yeah, so I fucking get your get your fucking GameCube controllers plugged into your fucking Nintendo Switches, you fucking nerds. You fucking massive sad people.
2: Mastered oh. the art of wave dashing. <laughs>
0: That's good for this week. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back. Some fucking point more of this shit. Till then, I'm dead.
1: And I'm Alex. And I'm going to go play Let's Go, uh, Eevee. You fucking nerd. (laughs)
0: We'll see you guys next time.
1: Goodbye. Have a wonderful time.